Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Street Art India is a brainchild of five co-founders, all belonging to diverse backgrounds. Founded in 2014 by Arjun Bal, Hanif Kureshi. Yulia Amrogi, Akshat Nauryal, and Thanesh Thomas. Street Art India is a not-for-profit foundation with the intent of making art more democratic. Street Art explores the synergy between art and its ability to transcend socio-cultural barriers and lead to exchange of ideas through unique and collectively shared experiences in public spaces. Street Art has made over 500 artworks in 10 Indian cities. With more than hundred artists from over twenty-five countries, you can check out episode number seventy-eight, where I spoke to Julia Amrogi about street art project and insights into murals. Today, I have Hanif Kureshi with us on audio can. Hanif is a designer, typographer, and artistic director and co-founder of Street Art India Foundation. He is one of the most sought-after artists in India, and after almost like six to eight months of chasing. uh finally i've got some time with him so and today we are here to discuss about paintings on streets so thank you hanif for giving your time and it's a real real honor to have you on audio gan thank you so much uh, for having me kedar uh, and i think it's a great initiative uh yeah i think it there's a there's a lot to learn from everyone yeah uh cool so uh, basically with julia i had some uh, idea about the project uh, i also did one audio gan with uh, harshavardhan kadam so i got some insights about murals also uh, with you i just wanted to understand like slightly deep dive into the subject of street painting and um, i would begin with like one of the quotes uh, i'm just quoting you from one of your articles online where you said uh, while graffiti was once considered a nuisance it is now a wonderful showcase of alternative art a subculture that sometimes surpasses the mainstream in its fan base so looking at this uh, sentence i was quite curious to understand two aspects uh, one is if you can share insights about why was it considered to be a nuisance uh, that's number one and second then what has changed how did it evolve and why do you say now it has uh become more beautiful or it has a following sort of a thing so we'll we'll start with this uh, to set the context and then uh yeah come up with more questions as we go along so i think it's a, a great question when you say like when uh, so just to give a context to graffiti hmm uh, anything which is painted on a wall or like scribbled on a wall like graffito comes like which is like you know scribbling on a wall comes graffiti Graffiti has different meanings, uh, and there's there's something called street art. Uh, in the West, graffiti and street art have two different meanings altogether. When I say graffiti, graffiti is graffiti writing, uh, and there is a culture of graffiti which is very different from what is what is street art today, and the context behind it. Uh, graffiti kind of like started as as a, a sign of rebellion where you would go out on street and write your not your name but you have like a tag name is that's what you call a tag and 
then kind of like got into the trains and the subways in New York and then in, in, it came to Europe and it kind of like spread everywhere across uh, the world. India got to see graffiti uh, as late as kind of 2010, uh, 2008, 2010, where uh, there are lots of graffiti writers who came and painted in India, uh, but there's a uh, writer called Bond who came and uh, started the, a graffiti movement in that case where he also inspired many young Indian graffiti writers. So, so that's so that's graffiti, and that's very different from the public art, street art, is what what start India does because a lot of time people say it's a graffiti. Technically, it is a graffiti on a wall, but it's it's kind of falls into street art and, and not really a vandalism is what like graffiti stands for. Uh, at the same time, there's also political graffiti. And in India, the context of graffiti comes from West Bengal, where uh, there was lots of political graffiti that it became at one point almost a nuisance, uh, where the, there were lots of complaints uh, about graffiti and that was mainly political graffiti. So there was a law which came into the place, it's called 1973 or 75 West Bengal Act. Under that act, if you if if a police catches you, you kind of like you can go behind the bars for six months or you have to pay uh, a penalty. So so there is that like uh, the political graffiti uh, which was there and also, the context of graffiti is uh, in Indian in India is is very different. So, um, what I mean to say by like you know, while graffiti was considered a nuisance, uh, I mean I talk about more of a vandalism, political graffiti as well. Uh, while what we do with street art is completely different uh, than what you call graffiti. Mm-hmm. So, uh, since Obviously, in India also there was like a, a there was a way where this could have gone more graffiti heavy, and you would have seen a lot more vandalism on street. Uh, while instead of that, it has kind of like gone in a way where you kind of like seeing more murals and more street art and more kind of like public art interventions, uh, more positive ones rather than just like plain graffiti. Sure, sure. So, and and then if you have to define, um, like in detail, like street art moment. So when you say that now it has become like a wonderful showcase of alternative art, uh, that's when you are like um, keeping street art as a context. Uh, I'm keeping as a uh, as a context of. uh, public walls as well that it, it has kind of at least become a place for where people can come and express themselves um, mm. and and I believe that uh, uh, public walls are, are free and you know if you if somebody can write anything especially the political ones then you also have a right to go and say your opinion on it and I think there are lots of people in India today who are doing great job uh, in it, mm-hmm. uh, one of them I would say is, is Tyler, who's been kind of like doing lots of uh, provocative stuff in Mumbai. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I'm following him on Instagram. Yeah, he's a tough guy to connect with. Uh, <laughs> and, and help with that, maybe. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like, uh, if you can tell me 
have you found any roots uh, of uh, you mentioned about west bengal but uh, i wanted to understand like then street art or just drawing on walls is it like is it uh, anywhere connected to being an indian thing or is it always come from the west uh, no i mean we had we had street art uh, long long before probably anyone else had it uh, especially if you look at uh, some of our uh, regional arts mm-hmm. uh, if i have to like look at uh, the varli paintings and all varli varli has been kind of like going on for centuries uh, there is gond art there is uh, many many more uh, indian traditional indian arts which has been kind of like mostly practicing on the walls like even madhubani's and all of that were happening on the walls so we have a culture even if you go to kutch and you will see like these huts painted so we always had this tradition of uh, painting on the walls so mm. even in kutch there is a there is a an art form which is always painted out on the walls outside so uh, but that's been uh, somewhat kind of like we've been limited to our, our indian identity and the same language and it is kind of like not gone out of its uh, it's kind of like just playing circling around the, around the same themes and same styles and you know uh, yeah correct no but i believe uh, these uh, this uh, things which were drawn on the walls are more art driven than like political messages or text per se so Uh, or are there any connections of writing text also on the wall, like copies and like sentences and quotes and whatever rebellious thoughts or something like that? Was that uh, seen somewhere in the history? In uh, Indian context. India, Indian context, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. Fair, okay. but as soon as, as far as kind of like, uh, I think it's people have been. Uh, scribbling on the walls walls forever uh, so mm. but is there any kind of like work of art which kind of existed in in uh, in indian traditional in context i'm not uh, i'm not sure 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 yeah i mean i understand this is like more like a historical uh, like a academic question but yeah no <laughs> yeah, like you go, like you go to these uh, caves and there will be like you know uh, Like lots of writing inside. There also like lots of our languages. Lots of our scripts have been uh, scripted on uh, on the stones, and the ones which are kind of like scripted on stones, we still have them. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I mean, we get the the current language we speak kind of like comes from uh, those scriptures okay. and those scripts. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. so and and then you also i'm going back to the first question actually so you mentioned about it uh, becoming more mainstream so are there any particular milestones in the recent history obviously street art is one big chapter uh, which has taken this moment ahead but are there any other players who are doing this when did this start and why is it now uh, getting that sort of a um, acceptance and uh, like as you mentioned the mainstream See the better fan base, eh? So, I think it's it's uh, it's the internet, which is changing things much faster. Uh, even though street art is like you consider it on the walls, but the actual medium it's going through is is internet, and uh, that's playing a big role in spreading the movement. 
Mm. These artists are kind of like traveling the globe all the time, uh, painting walls in different cities. It's because their work is on Instagram or on you know, somewhere on the web where you have spotted it and and yeah, and they have a, a next invite. Like for example, if I have to say Banksy and like everybody would like you know know Banksy who knows street art and graffiti. Um, but the percentage of people who knows uh, his work versus the percentage of people who have seen his work in real life is much very different. I mean, you probably have not seen a, a, a real Banksy on the wall, but you know all his works. Mm, mm. Documented by by people, and then it's it's kind of like also spread through internet by people. So because the image is there in the in the public public domain. It is open for people to take picture and, and put it out versus what's there inside a gallery or a museum, which is which got a much more limited audience than what's there on the street. So that's mm-hmm. that changes. The second is also like it adds into the social currency of like people in terms of like oh, I know I knew it before kind of a thing or like you know where. It's kind of like a lot of people posted to kind of let their people know that like oh, how cool it is or whatever. But mm. it does like uh, play into people's uh, social life and social media as well. Correct, correct, correct. In fact, that that's my next question. So how do you uh, pick a subject? Because again, quoting from your website, uh, Indian streets are like very unique. Uh, they are the microcosm of millions of diverse voices that coexist in this vast and wonderful nation of ours. So this, uh, this sentence is, was there in your, on your website. And I was very curious to understand, like then, how do you pick subjects? Uh, I'm sure subjects drawn on the wall also would make a difference about re- become, becoming it more relevant, connecting with the people staying there. So if you have any, any process to it, any uh, format of deciding, and how do you pick that subject? What to draw, what not to put uh, so, for a given context? Like when you say Indian streets are unique is because we know the street actually. Like, you know, there's a barber on the, on the street where you can go cut your hair. You can eat a vada on the street. You can kind of like polish your shoes on the street. There are people living on the street, people shitting on the streets, people are doing everything on the streets. I mean, when you kind of like pass through this one of these Indian streets, especially like urban cities, you'll see all kind of things people are doing. Uh, and because there's also lack of space, there's everything happening on the road. So, so that's also, so that makes it very different than a lot of other countries where like you don't, you don't like, you know, streets are not as like uh, vibrant or different. Yeah, busy. So, so, so that's, so that's a um, kind of like context to Indian street. And when, uh, so when artist comes in, uh, he gets the briefing on uh, what, what the whole uh, surroundings are. He also gets to spend time depending on Indian artist or the artist coming from outside India. Either ways, uh, it's important that artist spends time where, where the wall is understands who's living around it, who's it for, who are, who are these people who's going to see it every day, what is artist's personal approach of, you know, 
choosing what it is so it's also very much free uh, for the artist to decide what comes on the wall because that's the reason why you have invited that artist to have his expression or his story on the wall but at the same time we at least uh, try and give a context to it and say and uh, at least facilitate him in in making that happen uh, while keeping in mind that it's it's a politic a political it's not religious it's not offensive uh, there's no nudity or there's no religion involved in the in the thing uh, and and also the reason why we do that is because what we want to we have a larger mission of embedding art within the cities uh, than to like provoke someone at some point or kind of like you know have a certain reactions from it uh, and not really an activism of of that sort because we believe that there is like you don't need to do festivals or you don't need like foundations to do activism mm. you can do it on your own correct correct okay so assume you have like a great theme to put out on the wall so what role does the wall itself or the space on which or the medium on which you are your painting uh, make a role uh, like plays a role uh, especially with huge sizes so i i i remember like um, harshavardhan talking about how the mg road um metro station was designed looking at the surrounding so if you can also share some interesting insight about say like a lodi uh, district how did it evolve like just slightly getting into like one particular uh site that you worked and was interesting to understand yeah i'll start with uh, our first wall our very first wall was uh, gandhi on a delhi police headquarter so like it starts like uh, i did a workshop and in tihar jail uh, and at that time the the jail superintendent bimla mehra uh, was there and uh, when i visited tihar jail i saw like lots of walls uh, and when you organize a street art festival the first thing you want is like is the walls so i was like why not uh, ask tihar jail if she has a wall so we went inside we asked her for a wall so we did get a wall but she's like why don't you uh, try delhi police headquarter and i was like really delhi police headquarter for a like street art festival she's like yeah why not so we saw the wall and uh, you can as soon as you kind of like come on the uh, come on the road towards itu from india gate from india gate onwards you start seeing this like the road is kind of like converging and there's a wall which is in the middle and that's the wall of delhi police headquarters it's 150 feet high wall and uh, you're like wow that's amazing now what should we propose on on that wall which something which even a commissioner would not like able to say no to and mm. yeah that should be mahatma gandhi because commissioner won't say no to a picture of gandhi because as every police station has a photo of gandhi and they must believe in gandhi as well so you're like yeah that's great so now but we at least do something different for this young country and we must propose a face of younger gandhi then uh, then the typical face what we see so we went in kind of like 
showed the combination of both options, but there's Gandhi, traditional Gandhi, and there's also like a younger Gandhi uh, portrait, and he's like, we'll go with the other one, the older one. Uh, and uh, at the end of it, he's like, uh, I want to write this thing called, which is Peed Parai Jhanere, hmm. which means, uh, like the one who understands the other's pain. And this is from Gandhi's uh, favorite poem uh, written by Narsi Mehta. Uh, so uh, he's, uh, and we're like, no, we, we don't want to like write that. We want to like write something else. Um, and we don't agree to that. So commissioner is like, uh, he kind of like tried, to, so he called us for a meeting and uh, even like in the meeting we refused and we like, okay, we will not do this then, we'll not write it. So day before the inauguration, we get a call uh, from the another police officer and he's like, if you guys are not writing it, then I'm getting a sign painter in the morning to write it. So you decide whether you want to write it or, or we write it. So the Hendrik kind of like the artist who painted it, uh, Hendrik and Anku, uh, went in the morning at five o'clock and wrote this thing called Peed Parai Janere. Uh, at that point, I didn't agree. But then later on, uh, after like a couple of years, I'm like, I do believe that what he said was uh, right because police is the one which understands others' pain. Uh, and people mostly go to police with problems and uh, it's like you know they are they are the ones who actually understand others pain uh, but the whole story was that the, the whole point of doing Gandhi at a police headquarter was that if we so we uh, at that time we when we invited Hendrik ECB from Germany we told him that uh, you know if you he doesn't paint the Hendrik normally paints unknown faces he never paints any popular recognized face. Mm. So, but we requested him and we said that if we can make this happen, this will open up the doors for street art in India. This will make the other government organizations also think about it and kind of say that like as a you know as an example that that walls can also be chosen as a wall of, as a as a, as an art and also at that scale. Because earlier there was not like that sense of uh, people were not imagining at, at such a high scale. So, uh, and we promised him that if you do this, we will invite you once again uh, at some point uh, to paint what you want to paint. And a couple of years later, we did invite him, him to you know, uh, paint a large mural uh, in Okla in Delhi. Mm -hmm. so, so, so like how uh, the police headquarter kind of like definitely goes with Gandhi and now we actually get so many requests from so many different police stations across India to paint a picture of Gandhi. Obviously, we, I mean, we're, we're not doing it, but what's that, what that did is kind of like making it almost acceptable and okay for everyone to, you know, have their walls painted. Correct. Very beautiful and very, very inspiring as well. Uh, on that note, I want to, uh, like, I've heard these kind of stories where people get inspired and uh, a lot of the, the satisfaction comes when you see something grand uh, of that size and uh, mortality, uh, sorry, immortality in, in, in the given point in time. I want to understand the negative part at all, negative parts of it as well. 
so if you can tell me like few pros or cons of and cons of um, like street art movement or drawing uh, painting on walls from three aspects one is from an establishment standpoint where in this case it was the commissioner's uh, building uh, from a from an audience standpoint who regularly sees and there are different emotions which are evoked which uh, were not intended but somehow it got something uh, triggered and mm-hmm. from a uh, from a artist standpoint also because he or she is either repeating or just now it has become like just another wall um i don't know the nuances but yeah if you can share the three dimensions and how does those dynamics work first question was and you asked three ha no no so the question is mainly the same is basically if you can tell me like three uh, like the pros and cons from all the three sides so one being the establishment who wants or who's eager or who rejects a particular uh, assignment or a project that you don't paint on this wall or you paint on this wall so what are the pros and cons if if they agree or if they disagree from the other side is the the audience side uh, which is the layman who looks at the the painting and what sort of emotions have been triggered uh, something which was not called for happened uh, both pros and cons uh, and from a artist standpoint like the kind of satisfaction they get with a particular subject or not satisfied with the output any story around that mm. is that a long question we can probably take it step by step to like uh, code it in terms of like trying to decode it ha huh. so one from the establishment point of view um there is i mean the pros are pros are that wherever something's been painted uh, people do get to like remember it uh, in the localities like in earlier we painted in hoskas village in in shapurjat and you know so for example in shapurjat is like a very narrow lanes and very difficult to navigate through even if you've been there a couple of times you will probably get lost but then uh, when we did street art in there uh, people would kind of start to remember uh, things with the with the paintings they were like oh take a left from the cat and then you will possibly like you know reach nadira or whatever there is like you know mural which they have painted and everyone kind of like painted different things and people would also start calling it like you know that okay this is the chidiya wali gali and this is that and whatever so the kind of like people having uh, recognizing uh, recognizing the spaces so that's uh, that's like one pros on it the cons would be like when something becomes too popular uh and when something becomes too popular does it like start affecting locals for example uh, i was again given hoskas village example where i mean at one point hoskas village uh, became too popular and there like lots of people who, who came came there uh so street art is also typically used for gentrification where lots of uh, builders in the west have been using street art as a, as a form of gentrification where they would like you know pick up an area which is which is low uh, low income groups and then uh, does the street art and then kind of like slowly the area starts becoming hip and cool and then the prices kind of like go up and the people who live there have to 
um, shift from there because the prices have gone up. So, so street art does kind of like uh, play the gentrification role. Uh, and, but we have been very careful and hence we kind of like work with government uh, spaces to make sure that we don't bring gentrification with us. Uh, so, so that's kind of like pros and cons of like from the wall point of view, from the audience point of view, I think it's more more of a um, uh, what you see is what you like, you know, what you remember. So, uh, and and each uh, each work of art evokes a different uh, thought, like kind of evokes a different uh, sense in your. Uh, in your mind whenever you see it like you know every time you see it it could like you could probably seeing the same visual but if you see it again and again it not necessarily you are thinking the same at the same, all, all the time so uh, in that context i have like this one small story where we invited this artist called excel void and uh, excel void uh, kind of like does uh, stark dark visuals um so, and we chose a wall of uh, Delhi cold storage. Uh, it's a it's a vegetable cold storage owned by Jains. And Excel Void uh, wanted to propose uh, a dead chicken on the wall. Mm-hmm. The owner is like, "No way! I have a like dead chicken on my wall. I mean, it's a, a vegetable cold storage. Why should I like have a dead chicken?" Mm-hmm. So Excel's kind of like gone back, and then is is come up with another idea that like you know when so on the street when people are shaving and the ustra is kind of like on the on the like throat so you can like almost see the like someone's actually he's actually shaving but like if you still it at, at a frame it looks like this guy is gonna like you know slit this guy's throat with the with the ustra and that's the second visually he wanted to paint on that again that guy is like no i am not doing this so <laughs> So, uh, but then in the end, the Excel void settled with a uh, still life of vegetables. Again, in a very like, it's, it's got a different, it's, and he wrote, he wrote Zindagi, which is like life on top of it, after like going through this whole uh, thing. So, so now it's there in the Azadpur Mandi, which is like the biggest vegetable market in, in Delhi. So... It's an, I'm probably like everybody would be whoever's going to Azad Mandi would like definitely gets to see this every time they visit. So it's it's too big that you cannot like you know you, you can't ignore few things and that's mm-hmm. why. So that's there from that point of view. Third, uh, from the artist point of view, uh, each artist see this compromise bit. <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, say for Excel, right? Excel had to kind of like compromise in this situation where obviously. Uh, we invited Excel and Excel had his own language, but then we were not sure that what Excel would uh, want to paint on top of the wall, you know. Mm. Uh, then this, then, but it's in Excel's uh, language to have such visuals. And that's what he does, like everywhere in the world. He probably gets, gets some places he gets to do what he wants to do, but not all the places where, uh, not, not everywhere it's possible. Uh, at the same time, from uh, uh, the artist, each artist is trying to develop its own language, his own language, her own language, where uh, 
they are working with one one kind of visual uh, visual language which they would repeat uh, they would do different variations and versions of it and it would evolve with time uh, in some cases it does evolve in some cases it it does not um, depending on artist to artist uh, mm-hmm. so but i personally uh, have a very uh, different opinion on it in terms of like that i as an artist don't want to confine into that just one one language that you know that you know this is the only thing what you do like for example if i would say like one of the contemporary artists subodh gupta he does work on steel uh, but yeah from his point of view is is exploring steel to from all different angles in paintings mm. and sculptures and and everything possible uh from a common uh, man's point of view is like oh the guy who does steel but then that also becomes his language for a period of time mm. uh, that if he does something else apart from steel people would not realize that that's that's both so so it's kind of like both works uh, vice versa situation correct correct very 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 insightful cool um actually yeah, i mean i can just go on and on with respect to like the style or the the uh, nature of going wide versus going narrow and then going deep versus going w- uh, wide uh, it can go on and on so i just want to conclude uh, with last two questions uh, that you have been involved with smart cities program and uh, swachh bharat mission as well so any insights you can share there what's happening uh, how's the protocol what sort of sites you have done uh, or how is it happening overall with the government uh with uh, like when we did lodi art district we uh, approached the then uh, commissioner uh, dr prakash uh, who was heading the swachh bharat mission and we would like go wait to meet him then we would spend like hours and hours waiting for him like we and we did this whole exercise for almost almost a year we kept on going to nirman bhavan which is like you know this that's where the pwd and cbwd sits uh, and i could see that like when they were working on this uh, mission they used to have this dashboard behind them and there used to be like figures of like numbers of toilet being made today and what's happening and that figure would change every day which is quite astonishing to see that like you know you're walking into this government office but then the the style of working is kind of like very different and the whole uh, the whole approach of uh, also changing like what they did was uh, was much different so uh, and we thought that street art should should definitely uh, be involved into this mission because uh, when we and we noticed that whatever we did with painting Uh, on the walls and whenever we did something it also pressured authorities to maintain and keep up that place because it got it got attention so uh, it kind of like also worked as a pressure uh, tactics on the municipal corporations to uh, make the area more cleaner hmm uh, at the same time we, are, we also being part of the smart cities also that we believe on a larger mission of like having art for all and 
also like our habit of like not we as an indians are not like used to going to galleries and and museums as naturally as what a lot of westerners would do uh, it's just not part of a lifestyle but if it's like something open or there's no ticket there's something we would like go and check it out like what we see with the art district in delhi it's uh, it's changed a lot more and so also the government is keeping up the place very well it's also going to be part of this incredible india's uh, you know places to visit and see in delhi and so so it has so the street art has really changed the dynamics of of this colony which was kind of like once forgotten and had like uh, barren walls and just with posters with political posters but now once the painting is there like there are no not more posters the wow. walls exactly and it has really changed and we think that model would be for every every city should have its own uh, open air art districts so that Local and people, Kenyan people can go and visit. Hmm. Hmm. Absolutely. I'm sure you must have done that in Goa as well, because uh, and yes. and some parts of uh, Pondicherry also has that subculture running, right? Yeah, we have. We have. Uh, we've been working on a Punjab art district for the for the past four years with Serendipity Arts Festival. So hmm. every December we do uh, we do add a uh, few artworks on the, on the streets of Punjab as well. Hmm. cool sanif so, uh last question what is like a it's it's like a cliche question but yeah what's the long term future of uh street art moment street art foundation uh you have any any plans uh as the city is become more and more urban the the, the street art movement in urban cities would uh, flourish more there will be more graffiti people there will be more vandalism on the street at the same time there will be more art on the walls as well by the lots of young young people who's coming and working on it uh, there is so while that happens in the urban cities uh, i would see there will be lots of in indian tier 2 cities and tier 3 cities will also have uh, lots of art on the walls Uh, i think young people are connecting more more with this art than what we call contemporary art today mm-hmm. uh, and i think uh, the future of uh, start is bright <laughs> i mean like when i say start i mean street art in india correct correct yeah all right uh, i think this is a good note to end this uh, obviously we can have like this conversation can just go on and on if we pull out the the each and every kissa which happened while putting up like a big mural so i've i've heard that offline sometimes uh, through some of my friends but uh, yeah for this too i think this is a good package to document uh, cool and and people have to follow you your work uh, what's next because of the covid situation obviously everything is under lockdown although uh, samir kulawar recently did some mural uh yeah. in in some uh, uh in uh, in worldly in worldly painted yeah. a mural yeah. on uh, siat mahal which is uh, uh rpg uh, foundation uh, the siat tire building mm-hmm. in worldly he painted a tribute to the covid workers today correct correct yeah so yeah if people have to follow you your work um generally when, when like what's the plan with street art next uh, when the covid opens up we are currently planning uh, a digital art virtual art festival 
as we speak uh, mm-hmm. have uh, some of those details for uh, i think creative covid cannot stop creativity and uh, it it will go on so there will be like uh, lots of uh, digital public art which uh, we are planning at the moment where you will be able to go and witness uh, some of these art mm-hmm. uh, so that's what we are um, yeah that's currently we are planning yeah and and people have to follow this uh, which which is the best way instagram yeah i think on our instagram channel uh, there will be more info on it at the mm-hmm. same time more uh, info on our website as well which is actually uh, in a beta stage when i say beta stage like this, it is public but it isn't uh, the still the still right and we are working on our websites for more than 2 years now 2 3 years now so yeah one day we will have the website soon <laughs> and my message to like whoever is listening till this end is and if you, and i and if that person's kind of like into graffiti or in street art or they have been thinking that you know they want to paint i would say that you don't have to wait uh, you can go out and and paint tomorrow the walls are free and the walls are calling you don't have to like wait for someone to invite you to start painting you know? because i mean when like when i started nobody kind of invited me and said that please come and paint you know you, you pick up a paint you pick up a paint you pick up a brush you pick up a can and you go to the wall and do it because until unless you don't do it you don't know so yeah i would say bring it on to the streets absolutely absolutely cool thank you uh, thank you hanif uh, for giving your time it was really wonderful talking to you i'll obviously put in all the the links uh, relevant links in the show notes for people to follow and um, uh, yeah start start their moment in their cities yes cool thank you so much for having me as well for that and best of luck for thank your you. yes yes and and same to you for your virtual art festival as well and upcoming sites Thank you so much. And that's it from today's Gyan session. Catch us on iTunes, Savan, Stitcher, or any podcasting app you use. Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay tuned for more Gyan on AudioGyan dot com. Till then, bye.